Wes Bryant returns for Wes Wednesdays as we discuss the Charlotte Hornets winning two games in a row, looking to make it three tonight against the Indiana Pacers. And we discuss how significant Kelly Oubre is to this team. That's all today on Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, and you can follow us on Twitter at Walker Mail, Doug Branson, LOH, and the show handles on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. As you can see, if you're watching YouTube, if you haven't checked us out yet, I don't know what you're doing. You can check us out on YouTube. Not only can you listen to us, but you can watch us do all these crazy shenanigans as well. Wes Bryant joining us once again. Wes Wednesdays. Happy to have you back, man. How are you doing? What's going on, fellas? Glad to be back. Two-game winning streak, so things looking up. Are looking up. Westcott Range is where you can catch Wes Bryant, by the way. Bowl season, ACC games taking place. You can catch him for a whole bunch of different stuff. Not just Charlotte Hornets, but that's what we have him on here to talk about. And we have him on here to talk about his interactions with... Wes, I think like Kelly Oubre is your favorite player on the Hornets roster. Is, is that is that too? Am I assuming too much there, or is that okay to say that Kelly's like your favorite player? He's one of them, man. Yeah. He definitely is, and I've been knowing about him since he's been in the NBA. But uh, I, you know, I just like him, man. He comes out, he shows up every night, he leaves it all on the court, and he looks so comfortable, man. And I'm happy for him, the success that he's having in Charlotte. You know. He's moving around a little bit. and Maybe some people thought in Golden State he might have been a disappointment or that he hasn't lived up to the potential, uh, you know, since he's coming to the league that people have for him. And now in Charlotte, man, he's showing you everything that he's got in his arsenal. And it's pretty uh, impressive. He's been consistent. And I, you could argue he's been the most consistent Hornet all season. Well, and I ask you that because if you follow Wes Bryant on Twitter at Wes Scott Range, one of the most recent tweets he had was part of the interview that you had, Wes, with Kelly. He said, the waviest, a few wave emojis in the Queen City, a.k.a. Big Ubi. Yeah. I love the nickname, Big Ubi. <laughs> Let's go with that, Tsunami Poppy and Kelly Oubre. As I think he's earned multiple nicknames. You know when you go to the basketball reference page, the better you are, it seems like, the more nicknames you have, even if you haven't heard of them in your entire life watching that specific player. He's starting to have more nicknames added to his basketball reference page. The guy has been very good. Six-man-of-the-year consideration for sure. And we'll lead you with this question that Doug asked yesterday to tease this episode. You know, it's not the question of if Kelly Oubre is untradeable. Very few players in the NBA are. I think LaMelo Ball is really the only downright untradeable player on this roster. Then you can get into the importance of Miles Bridges and Gordon Hayward if you want to. You can trade him if you want, right? Try to move off that salary for sure. Terry Rozier. But when we get to Kelly Oubre, this is somebody that has been huge off the bench. You talked about how consistent he's been, certainly in the second half of the season that's transitioned inspired so far. Wes, how important is Kelly to this team right now? And is this a guy that you actually try to keep in any trade talks with any team that you might have with uh, to be looking to improve your franchise? Yeah, I think so. Because when you look at free agency and, you know, guys go places for the bag or they might go places for whatever reason, but the best guys always go somewhere for fit. And so I think you couldn't ask for a better fit for a basketball team. And Kelly has been with the Hornets because, as I've said, 
earlier this season, and I'm not sure how much that percentage has changed, but I know for uh, a minute, 80% of his uh, buckets were coming off of assists, and I know that he's one of the best catch-and-shoot players uh, in the NBA when you really start digging into the analytics. When you're talking about this Hornets team, they're one of the best assist teams in basketball. This is an unselfish squad. They come down every possession looking for the best shot. They're not saying, here, LaMelo, okay, it's your turn now. Here, Gordon, it's your turn now. Here, Terry, it's your turn now. They work that ball around, and I think Kelly has earned the trust of his teammates, and he trusts them to put him in the best positions because it feels like every time he puts the basketball up and he has a good look at the bucket, I feel like it's cash. Like I said on the broadcast, mm-hmm. I start getting my fingers ready for that chef's kiss. And then, as I said, once he starts to put the ball on the ground and can take you off the dribble because he's a tremendous athlete as well, when he's doing that, there's no guarding the guy, okay? So, I mean, you love everything he brings to the table, and he's he's quite a character. When he said in that interview that you referenced that he feels like that he is a um, – an anime character because the celebration he did after that dunk the other night, I knew that looked like some type of power up or something like that. So that's the type of stuff that he's into. I like it, man. He just seems like a, you know, very unassuming guy, even though fashion wise, he definitely brings it, but he's just a guy that brings his lunch pail to work every day, man. And, and he gives you everything he's got diving for loose balls, trying to make plays on defense, hitting threes. I mean, he's been doing it all. So I think if you are the Hornets, you cannot get rid of him because he's one of the guys that really makes their offense flow with the way he benefits from the way the Hornets pass the ball. I agree, and I think a lot of people uh, that responded to my tweet agree as well uh, that it's a it's a player you should think really hard about moving because he does play within the context of what the Hornets are trying to do. He plays such an essential role. And I want to go back to something that you mentioned before we got into this question, expectations. You know, how much have have the expectations played into Kelly's improvement this season? Because, like, if you look at the numbers, he's improved his field goal percentage a couple of points. His three-point percentage has gone way up. But generally, everything else he's providing is similar to what he provided in Golden State. But it just seems like with the Hornets, it's more appreciated. And there's not those expectations that he should do so much more than what he's doing. How much do you think that's played into just his mentality this season? Yeah, I think when he comes to a place, you go to Golden State and, you know, Golden State was in a spot where people weren't necessarily expecting championship, but people were waiting to see uh, what he could do, especially with no Clay Thompson there. You know, you could argue that some might have expected him to deliver that type of production. And then, like I said, when you're in a place where it's championship or bust, uh, most seasons as it's become for them late, you know, it can be a little bit much and fans may expect a little bit too much. But then you come to Charlotte, like I said, when Kelly Oubre signed with the Hornets, I mean, nobody was, you know, writing home about that or, or, or saying that this was going to be the move that was going to put the Hornets into the playoffs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so he comes in into a situation where, you know, not necessarily playing with house money, but he's just coming to a situation where he can just relax, be himself. The expectations aren't quite so high and he can just come out and play. And then he's got a lot of young guys with him and a lot of guys that enjoy playing the game the way that they do. And then I'm, you know, assuming that once he got in, saw the way these guys love to pass the ball, they don't care who's getting off on what night. And again, they he always seems to be in the right place at the right time. He gets so many good looks playing in this offense, and I think that benefits him as well. So, I mean, what's not to love about it? And I think for him, this is just a place that he could come. It's kind of like a, a microcosm of the city of Charlotte. We're like a big city, 
but we don't get the accolades and the acclaim of other big cities. It's a place that you can come and enjoy the amenities of being in a big city, but it's not, you know, just a, a what's the word I'm looking for? It just doesn't, we don't eat our people alive like a lot of cities. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, New York, like, LA. The yeah. Knicks, and they're like, oh, you only have 15 tonight. Like, we hate you. <laughs> right. Unless your name's <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Unless yeah. it's Gordon Hayward, he seems to get a lot more heat. And I, and I think that goes to the expectations. I think there are a lot of expectations on Gordon Hayward that, that fans don't necessarily transfer to Kelly Oubre. And so you have two players who are giving you generally, uh, I think, similar production, but one is viewed differently because of contract size and because of expectations. Yeah. And you, you and you look at Kelly, too. You talk about him like, I think he's got the perfect mix right now of being unassuming but also being really confident and being able to live in that world with everybody else around him. Because when you go to Golden State, you might think, of course, Kelly's not the best player on that roster. Steph is on that roster. Draymond Green, if Klay Thompson were to come back in, in that spot, of course, he didn't last season, but you get that point. Still, even with that being said, Kelly probably is fourth, Right on on that roster, and when you're talking about a team with high expectations trying to compete for the postseason, you expect a lot out of Kelly, especially with Andrew Wiggins and the stigma around him being the bust when he was drafted number one, even if he was having a good season this year. You go back to last season, we still had that kind of mindset for Andrew Wiggins. You come here to Charlotte, you know, it's funny because they're not as good as Golden State. They're not as highly thought of, but LaMelo Ball is, is clearly ahead, and then you have a lot of depth that kind of like meshes with one another where we're not exactly sure who's the second, who's the third, who's the fourth, who's the fifth. And that's just some nice camouflage for Kelly to be able to live comfortably and be cool with it. You know, that you talk about, like, I just think him being the anime character, powering up, di- diving in the lane for dunks, being able to hit these threes, and the spotlight's not going to be all the time on him. Instead, it's going to be on LaMelo, who is a star. It's going to be on you know Gordon Hayward, for better or worse. It's going to be on Terry Rozier when he goes for 27. It's a good situation, and I think Kelly saw that right from the get-go, and it's why as soon as he signed here in Charlotte, I didn't take it as just player-speak, cliche, oh, I can't wait to make a home here, I can't wait to make a career here in Charlotte. It felt like he genuinely meant this is where I want to be for a long time because I see the growth and I see the opportunities for a player like myself. Yeah, I love it, man. And as I said, he's just a guy that when you pay your money for your ticket to go out there and see the Hornets, you know that he's mm-hmm. going to give you maximum effort every night. And he's just been so productive. Whether And the thing is, a guy doesn't seem like he gets tired. It's like, you know, a guy that comes off the bench and doesn't play starters minutes, and then when guys go out and he has to play 38, 40 minutes or something like that. And, I mean, he's out there just – playing his heart out and looks like, you know, he isn't tired in the least, man. So this is a guy that's just really a blue-collar guy that any city could get behind. He's always been real cool just listening to talk via interview or press conferences or whatever. I I was skeptical of the signing. I I liked it enough, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. But certainly he's outperformed my expectations. And offensively, the consistency to remain at the level in which it is and and the fact that it's gone over like the last month and a half, that's been really impressive. Big Ubi. Yeah, big Ubi. Big did you, Ubi wait, did, is that his? Did you did you assign him that nickname, or is that I something? Did. That's I great, did, man. Coming from locker room culture, you know what I'm saying. Everybody gets a nickname. That's and I great. remember Little John songs. I guess it was somebody in his clique named Big Ubi. He would always yell it out. Oh, that makes me. So happy. then, yeah, yeah. So then, um, when Uber started playing, man, it just came to me. I just started saying Big Ubi. Now, we're gonna now, adopt now, that. 
Yeah, we, no, I mean, it's great. Right. Now, it's all good. Now, if Lamelo throws it up to Kelly, is it an alley oubi? Oh, God. Yes. Is that an alley oubi? I like that. I, we're doing great things here on Lockdown Hornets. Yeah, that's it. We'll trade. We're going we're gonna to exchange <laughs> things here on the show. We're, we're yes. doing great things on Lockdown Hornets. Check us out, not only on Apple, not only on Spotify. You can check us out on YouTube. We're making nicknames. We're making catchphrases. Eric Collins getting material from us. Should be at least. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Also appreciate it if you check out Truebill. You know why free trials renew without your consent. It's a business scam out to get you. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Instead, download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Don't fall for those subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash NBA. Wes Bryant has added to his fashion wardrobe. We talk about that next on Locked On Hornets. This is Locked On Hornets. You know, you give them the pink to let them know you have the a little bit of a softer side, but you give them the black to let them know it's still real out here. Don't <laughs> okay, I just got to let you know it's still real. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. We've got multiple Bryants now. We've got Wes Bryant. We've doubled doubled the amount of Bryants on the show. Which which you can never have too many Bryants on this show. We're excited. Wes, what what you got with your sweatshirt? And nice to meet the little, little baby Bryant now joining us as well. Great to see all of this, especially with the starter jacket and the sweatshirt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Say what's up to him, Brian. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, got to lead by example, you know, when you're uh-huh. a father. So bringing him in, let him see what dad does, you know. He's got his jacket straight from the from the Hornets team shop. I don't know how good they, they can see that. Oh, but, that's uh, nice. You know, dad spoils a little one. So when I go in there, you can tell that uh, before showtime, normally after we get done with our meetings and I get out of the press conferences and stuff like that, I might, you know, head over to the team shop and see what's going on in there. And I can't get me right and not get the little one right, too. So I had to get his jacket, you know. Excellent. Just like the game said, like father, like son. And I appreciate yeah. you doing that and letting yeah. that live right here on Lockdown Hornets. Now, I, I said you added to the wardrobe. I saw you tweet out, Wes. So you got the Pumas, man. You got the yeah. Mellows. I don't know. what what Doug and I have joked about, by the way, is that every time, I think this has been pretty consistent, every time you join us, there is a brief moment in which you leave the camera to go get something for Hornet mm-hmm. Show and Tell, and, and then you and bring tell. it, and then, and then you allow us to all see it on the video. I don't know if yeah. you have them on deck. I'm not going to send it or send you out there if they're like somewhere tucked away, but tell me, how do you like the Pumas now that you have them in your possession? Hey, it's show and tell. Hold on, fellas. Oh, yes, okay. yes, that's excellent. And now we've got okay. – <laughs> we still have a Bryant, though. Like, yeah, we, we should ask some questions. Like, still got the little one? That's right. All right. And yeah, Let's go ahead and see the baby, shoes, man. You're talking about baby Brian. This rascal wear nine and a half, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, baby. Yeah, man, you see him, man? You see the, uh, the box. Now, there you go. Crazy. So uh, are you keeping those in the box then, Wes? No, 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 no. These will be – I'm a true sneakerhead, man. I'm not one of these guys sitting up here collecting and all that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get the shoe, man. I'm wearing it. 
See you know now, I mean? I, I, it's it's a lot. It's all one color, and yeah, that's uh -huh. pretty cool to to see the rare on the bottom of it. Yeah, but I I do love like the what the wings that are going across the back. You know, I, I know David Walker, who joins us a lot, is all about this too, of course. But it's yeah. the wings on the back, man. They look pretty fresh. How do they feel? Have you worn them yet? They are super comfortable, man. And uh, you know, I'm normally a, a a big Nike guy by nature. I always have been. Uh, and always will be, but man, I, I I'm not afraid to branch out, especially when it's a classic shoe, classic players. Uh, I got a few pair of Iversons, things like that. But getting back to the Mellows, uh, I have been waiting on those for a while because he had been wearing them for so long. And I got a friend of mine, and me and him are both avid sneaker guys. And I was like, when are the little Mellows coming out? I'm like, he's been wearing them forever. And we kept checking his feet, like since he was a rookie. I was like, what's he wearing? What's he wearing? <laughs> and then when they announced the shoe, and he started wearing them. Then I was like, hey, listen, Queen City, we don't get a lot of signature shoe guys around here. So I said, I got to get them when they come out. And so uh, I got them and I've worn them once. I'm going to actually wear them today. Uh, actually, I'll be out and about, man. But they are really comfortable, man. That's great. All right. Uh, well, now we have to go to the list, right? We have a new top five list, the, the top five comebacks. Let's hear the top five comebacks, according to Wes Bryant, that you put out on this list. What was this, the, the most right, this recent Houston Rockets game? Yeah, this, this was uh, before the Rockets game, and we did this in honor of the 25, the plus 25 fourth quarter that the Hornets had to get Ooh. that win uh, against the Nuggets. So uh, we went with that five, man, at five. We went with uh, a little above the rim action, the Bombers beating the Birdman. You fellas uh, up to speed with uh, above the rim? Uh, not only Bell Biv DeVoe's above the rim. That's, that's gotta, the only one gotta, I know. Yo, listen, basketball movies, hood classic. You got to watch it. Tupac Shakur is the coach oh, of the Birdman. We're talking Kyle Watson's scholarship on the line. Some people, it was rumored that he might have been based off of Allen Iverson, but, uh, you know, his scholarship was in jeopardy. Tupac wasn't playing fair. He said, listen, if you don't play for my team, you're not going to play for anybody. Thomas Shepard, whose friend passed in the opening scene of the movie and gave up basketball completely because of it, because they were hooping, he comes out of nowhere after telling people forever that he wasn't going to coach, he wasn't going to play, comes out to the tournament, okay, corduroy pants, thermal top. <laughs> His old high school coach, who had been begging him to play, kept him on the roster for the whole tournament. He comes out of the calves, second half, 15 mm -hmm. straight buckets and the game-winning assist. Come back to the century. Tupac kicking the bench. Wood Harris is out there flipping people, undercutting people, doing all kind of dirty stuff. He tries to get some some uh, some physical payback after the game, after <laughs> the Bombers won, but the cops took care of that, man. So that was a heck of a comeback. Uh, so it has some above the rim if you've never seen it. You know, I, I'm going to add it to my streaming list. It has some interesting cameos. Uh, Bill well, Rafter, Bill Raftery's in this movie. Yeah, you oh, got it. Yeah, it's, Onion I mean, Man. It's such a <laughs> classic, and the soundtrack was phenomenal. Death Row did the soundtrack, so you know it's done. This was Death yeah. Row in the heyday. So it was. Uh, uh, it was nominated for a Best Movie Song Award for Regulate by Warren G. That's right. That's, oh, that's where Regulate came from. But but Pop had the best song on that. That pain was. Uh, oh, off the okay, right. well, yeah, that's excellent. That's right in my alley. You know that, yeah. so I'm ready to get yeah, on you above got the rim. Wayne's in there. Um, okay, talk kind of Dwayne Martin. Uh, anyway, so um, then number four, I went cornrows and braids. 
You know, a little bit after Iverson, it took a little bit of a break. You kind of might have got clowned a little bit coming out with the corn rolls, but now they started mm. to make a comeback. You see, Rosier has his braid design. That's right. Different guys wearing their stuff. All right. Then number three, we went with the vintage sportswear, man. Look. Yeah. Comeback. I mean, yeah, especially man. for Charlotte, like that's right up our alley. Like we know yeah, all man. about that here in Charlotte. Yeah, I, I see guys on Instagram with stuff, man. And uh, I was in uh, down in Greenville last week and they had stores, man. They had T-shirts look like they were from the 90s going for 50, 150. Man, I had some of the dopest T-shirts, man. When I was a kid, I was like, man, if I'd have kept those things, I would have had a, some, some money in my pocket. I love, uh, love love the vintage sportswear. One thing I don't appreciate in Hornets land is the Kobe Bryant 8 Hornets jersey. I'm not about it. I yeah, don't like yeah, to see it in the arena. Uh, it's not I don't it's not funny to me. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I got this one because I love the retro design of it. It's like yeah. from back in the day. Oh, of course. The hoop. I love it. Uh then number 2, man, I went with Rocky 4. Okay. Huge. I mean, he was getting beat down, going to Russia to avenge his friend, working out in the snow, getting the brakes beat off of him in the match, and then he battles back and knocks down a big Russian. I mean, come on now. So I saw on Twitter that that fight between uh, Drago and and Rocky happened on Christmas Day. So yeah. is Rocky for a Christmas movie? Oh goodness Ooh, gracious! That's a nice, that's a nice debate. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug is on a mission to make every movie that's ever been made. <laughs> A Christmas movie, and it won't stop. We're past Christmas, Doug. Can... I'm taking this away from you. Get away. Yeah. Let's hear number one, Wes. Number one, man, listen. Every pair of Air Jordans was number one, okay? They all <laughs> You can't find them. You can't get them. You're throwing phones. You're throwing computers when you take the <laughs> L on the Nike app, okay? Listen, I mean, I, I got a pair actually last week that I came up on that was like new. Uh, for for under retail, which is a steal, man, because they're so hard to get. Like those cool grades that came out on December 11th, I think it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted those really bad. Took the L on them big time. You know what I'm saying? And now, if you want to, just pay, like so many others, yeah, yeah, you got to pay 450 for them. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, man, I had to put every pair of joins a tie. Every one of them that comes out, they just sell out the store. Well, that that's a great list. I don't have any problem with any of those, right? Like, I need to get on above the rim. But the rest of the four that I knew about, excellent list of comebacks. Appreciate you joining us on the show, Westcott Range. Appreciate your kid. By the way, speaking of not not so baby Brian, if he's wearing nine and a half shoes, can he beat you in basketball already, Wes? Like, is that is that happening as it stands no, right now? No, but he actually wasn't. He's getting ready to start telling. I'm actually getting ready to start playing basketball for my own school. Do you think All right, perfect. Know? Excellent. Um, yes. He can hope pretty good, man. I actually, uh, he went through a little spurt where he was really good, and then he took a step back a little bit, lost his confidence a little bit. Then I told him, you know, just go out there and just have fun uh, and just just be you. Man, I unleashed that boy on the court. He out there, I call him Baby Draymond. He out there <laughs> staring people down, yelling, pounding his chest, and I don't tell him to do any of this stuff. It just comes naturally to him, which What's- he did kind of get it naturally from that. Well, who do you so who do you model your game after? Like when you watch the NBA, you think, yeah, I want to play like that player. 
Um, I'd probably have to say LaMelo Ball. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Excellent. Bring it back. Bring it back on the show. Excellent. Hey, you great. made the most of your opportunity here on Lockdown Hornets. Wes did as well, like he does every single Wes Wednesday. Always appreciate Wes Bryant hopping on with us here. Lockdown Hornets. Again, follow that man on Twitter. He covers not only the Charlotte Hornets at a high level, but he also does it with ACC sports, college basketball, college football, which is starting to wrap up here. We appreciate you, Wes. Thanks so much, man. No doubt, too, man. Tell them Instagram. I need to get my Instagram followers. Okay. West got range 704, man. Oh, West got nice. range 704. You heard yeah, the man. Follow so. him on the gram. Follow him All on right, Twitter. Fellas. Anywhere you can find him. All right, Wes. Appreciate you once again. Appreciate him hopping on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Appreciate you yeah. listening to the Lockdown Hornets podcast as well. Thanks to Baby Bryant. My bad. That's my fault. I should have I should have shout out Baby Bryant as well. All right, let's get you covered for the holiday season. That's what Bet Online is here to do. They have more odds and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. It remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. And you can head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball football nhl boxing ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games you don't have to wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 2022 season bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available bet online it's where the game starts and afterwards as you're still enjoying enjoying the holly uh holiday season hollywood season I don't know why I said Hollywood. Holiday season. It's the New Year, so that means the New Year's resolutions are in full effect. If yours is about getting fit, or even just eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar, a part of that plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar, but it's high in protein, it's high in fiber, but it's low in calories and it's low in sugar. And the best part is that it tastes so good. The limited time flavors, whether you want something light, like one of the puff flavors they have, or whether you just want a straight up candy bar, double chocolate, salted caramel, it's all extremely good. Go to Built.com, use promo code and get 50, use promo code locked on and get 50 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 is the promo code. Script is messed up. LOCKED15. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. One more segment to go here on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. We just flat out eat some noodles on Thanksgiving, and they're really good. That's a new one. I really yeah. haven't heard of people I know. just doing some straight nudes on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Is, Thanksgiving is there some Italian Thanksgiving. background in your family? Is that why no. nudes show up? No. no, no, I don't think nope, uh, so. Just some, just some straight Anglican nudes. <laughs> it's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Don't, don't blame your tools. Hey, look, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, I'm reading. It says use promo code and then it gave me nothing. If, if we want if we want to give the support to the a real, sponsor, a real professional, a real professional would have <laughs> subbed it in immediately. Would have just I did. I tried to make up a promo code. I went with locked on. I thought that might work. And instead, Enter baby Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Bryant. I, I think is he the first kid ever. To appear on Lockdown Hornets, have we? Because we, we have not had an appearance from your baby yet. We have not. No. I don't think we've had an appearance from David Walker's kid. No, my so baby that might is, be the first kid. We're still shopping for uh, representation. My baby needs an agent before she comes on the show. Want to make sure she's uh, getting enough. getting properly compensated. So no, yeah, I think that's it. I think that is the first. I don't know if we've broken any kind of uh, regulations or anything. Yeah, we'll have to look true. into it. Get the lawyers on it. Hey, I want to read some of the uh, replies to my tweet. 
uh, because we got a lot of I got a lot of great replies to this tweet. Uh, so it was back on the Kelly Oubre thing from the first segment. Has Kelly Oubre become an essential Hornets piece at this point, like a shouldn't trade piece? Uh, at Carter Carto the Hero says he's upping his value, and I love it. Lamelo, Miles, and Gordon are the only untouchables for me. If going deep this season is the plan, at least. Uh, one note poet says, yes, stay. He's part of this brand. Mellow, Miles, Kelly, Cody, Jalen, Book Knight. I love that. I love that fans are really coalescing around multiple players this season as saying, hey, this is this is the Hornets brand. Uh, I really love that. One more mm-hmm. from I mean, I gotta shout out Nada <laughs> for for coming on and splashing water on my tweet. Uh he's That's always he good does. for that. Yeah. He says, no, considering the only don't trade piece on the roster is Lamelo. You're just grading on a curve at this point. <laughs> womp, womp. That, that's not a man. Yo, he's, he's got to keep everything in check. That's for sure. Which, it's not wrong, I guess. I mean, as far as the most untradeable player. But I understand your question. It's do you exhaust every opportunity to keep Kelly Oubre in a potential trade, at least that you think you're improving your team? I, I mean, I'm probably a little bit further down on that than you are. You know, I, I wouldn't mind having Kelly Oubre be the piece that gets you a Miles Turner to use the prime example or to use for a Christian Wood or to use for somebody like that. I wouldn't mind having Kelly Oubre be a part of that. You know, like it's not a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess just for clarity, Doug, like where are you on including Kelly Oubre in order to get a Turner, in order to get a Christian Wood or somebody that is borderline all-star level at least, big guy to come in and help this team? Are you just flat out saying, no, Kelly Oubre, we're not going to include him in that? Or are you going to say, okay, we'll include him, but that means you're not going to get a pick, you're not going to get another player? Where are you on all that? I think they should think long and hard because you've got a player um, that is extremely versatile and is in the conversation for six man of the year. And so mm-hmm. I just don't think you just easily trade those players. But I think you do consider it only because you do have this massive hole at center that will, I think will absolutely prevent you from achieving a playoff series win. What I think they should do at this point is if they are going to include Kelly Oubre in any kind of deal, it needs to take away some future assets that they all... I don't want to see like Kelly Oubre and you know several first-round picks or something leave out the door. And I also think if they end up trading Kelly Oubre, they should make darn sure that the player that they get back is somebody that they can keep long-term and isn't a see, player that, that will exit immediately. Doug, that becomes huge a part of all of this, right? Like we're at the 35-game uh, mark in the season, you know? Yeah. A lot of games to play. That's a lot, but also we're very close to the halfway point of games played. In this back half, when you start to think about Mm -hmm. next season, Kelly Oubre doesn't even have a guaranteed contract for next season. And Mm -hmm. this is a guy that's in the six-man-of-the-year combo. And that's why why I'm not like dead set on him staying, because both with him and PJ, you're, you're selling high. I mean, you know, that's what you want to do. You want it. You want these players to succeed. And then it it was what made it was what made the the first run of the Hornets stay great is they were able to sell high on players and get great return for them. So can Mitch do the same thing with some of these players that they've both developed and just happened upon like Kelly Oubre? So and when we talk about the Hornets payroll, you know, when you bring that up, Miles Bridges after they decided not to after they decided both parties not to agree to any kind of deal at the beginning of this season 
Miles Bridges is going to get paid big time. You're also talking about Cody Martin. What kind of money is he going to get after the way that he's played so far, if that even somewhat keeps pace? We're not even asking Cody to be the leader in three-point field goal percentage at the end of the season. If he just stays at 36 or above, then what kind of money is he going to get, especially with the way James Borrego loves him defensively? Point being, Miles coming up, P.J., Kelly, if you keep him, right, then you're going to have to pay him. Like, what, what kind of money are we talking about if Kelly keeps yeah, but this I don't level think, play up? Well, see, I think that's what makes it interesting, right? Because if if you're the Hornets and you don't really know for sure if you're going to be able to keep Miles Bridges, um, you know, Kelly's not the exact same player that Miles is, but I think you you could get him for less, get a lot of production. We know Kelly desires to be a starter. He's played well off the bench, but his desire is to start in the NBA. So maybe you think you know you can you can get him at a discount rate. Then that's kind of like your insurance plan with Kelly Oubre. It, yeah. It's, so it's do you not, trade? You know. So I think that's why you have to think hard about trading a, a possible future insurance plan. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't. Yeah, that's a good point. And I didn't think about that because Miles is clearly the guy that you're choosing. He's the mm-hmm. guy that you're wanting to pay more so than than anybody else. A lot of teams else. are going to be looking at Miles. Though. Yeah, this, for you know, sure. It's not the Hornets' only market. Yeah, and I and I guess that's another part of this too. How many teams are going to be looking to pay Kelly Oubre good money after this season? You know, is he? I mean, twenty million doesn't seem out of the realm now. If this guy's going to be second and six man of the year conversation, we're talking twenty mil. I mean, Doug, I don't. Charlotte can't pay him twenty million. You know. And that's so Miles has to be that guy. And then that's why I think the selling high part of this seems pretty smart to me. And that and that's not to say that I have not been impressed with Kelly. It's just like this is he can't be a no, we're not going to make this deal because Kelly's too valuable. I I think that's where to me, you can exhaust every opportunity to try to keep him. Hey, you know, let's get avert the attention away and get that away from from Kelly. And if they still zero in on Ubre or Big Ubi then I still think you're going to have to trade them. All right, that'll do it for Lockdown Hornets. Appreciate you joining us here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, making it your first listen every single day. Now make sure you make Lockdown Bets your second listen every day. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great rest of your day. Julian Council should be back on the podcast with us tomorrow, so make sure you check that out. We'll be back with you then, a part of the Lockdown Hornets podcast.